Hello everybody, this is Morgan here. Just quickly before we get into it, question, are you looking for the perfect Christmas present? Well, go no further. Due to popular demand, we're selling the poster versions of some of our favorite graphics from this year. If you want them, check them out on coffeeclubpod.com and make sure you put that order in quick because any orders after December 10th might not make it in time for the holidays. That's it from me for now. Hope that you guys enjoy the show. Love from Chicken Boy. Mwah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Podcast, episode 114. Today, we have so much going on. We have, well, capped off, we have Mr. Graham Shooting Blanks joining us today, coming off an absolute high. He must be on absolute cloud nine right now, um, but we'll go all through his journey, but he's just crushing everything. Uh, but even before that, we have a bunch of different running news, and we have our very own George Beamish opening up his season this week as almost a surprise. It's, it's it's a little bit under the radar so far, so let's let's try to get some hype around that. But before that, we have a Bean shout-out, so I'll hand it over to Ollie. Yeah, this is from uh, from Cole Matheson, uh, runs at Colorado, tall motherfucker. Um, Out of Carmel, Indiana. Yeah, God's country. Um, legendary high school runner. Legendary high school runner and fan of the podcast, lovely bloke. Sent us a lovely card, um, thanking us for being real, which is uh, <laughs> which is always nice. It's a compliment. Yeah, it's always a huge compliment. Um, but very, very nice, sweet card. So Andy and Sarah Hassler, they've ju- been working out of their house for a coffee business um, in Indianapolis and uh, been doing that for a few years and they've just opened a coffee shop called Blue Mind Coffee Roaster, I think. Um, this is a bag of beans from them that Cole has passed on from us when he was home for Thanksgiving. And um, he left the price tag on as well, which is, I'm just looking at it right now, um, which I shouldn't have looked at. But uh, lovely bag of beans, speaks very high with them, but um, sounds like they're like a bit of, they're grinders, literally. Small business. Yeah, literally grinders, you know, they're grinding it out, beans and all. But uh, exciting to hear that they have um, taken the next step in their journey, but we're going to be excited to try these beans. Thank you so much, Cole. We always love hearing stories about that and, um, yeah, really appreciate it. So these will be beans that will hopefully be used uh, accordingly and we'll probably go through them very quickly. So thank you very much. Yeah, and also thank you, Cole, for the very kind message as well. It is uh, always nice to get he, get he the did, letter. He did mention Gus too. So that's a huge – he said he said four of us. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget about the CEO. So, of course. Yeah, legend. So we wish him best very of luck. Nice. We'll see him around, running around Colorado – I mean, he's really hard to see. Really easy to see because he's about six foot seven. So that helps. Yeah, and he's got a lot does. of hair, and he's got a lot of hair. Is Carmel where Snyder's from? Yeah, yes. exactly. And that well, it is just like a high school, like one of those high schools that just like crushes every year. Uh, like not one. It's a high school that everyone hates. Anyone from Indiana or from the Indianapolis area specifically will, like, literally, like, everyone hates Carmel because they're just like it's just like the big school. Isn't it a private school? I don't know if it's private or not, but it's just like the very, it's the fancy area. Okay. So it's like the rich kids. I think Zach went to a private school. I don't know. Did you go to the same high yeah, school? Yeah, he didn't school? go to Carmel High. Okay. He's from Carmel, but he went to so a different he school. He went to a different school. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So everyone hates them, but that's how it goes if you're the best, I guess. <clears throat> so we do have one very important thing to take um, take care of today, which has been heavily requested from the Discord and put into made into reality by a certain Tom Wang. And that is an Ollie trying of the McRib. So, Ollie, if you would like to try it and give us the... Live on, on the podcast. 
And in the meantime, I'm just going to say a little message coming to us from our CEO, Gus, which is if you enjoy the Coffee Club in any way, please uh, consider like, comment, subscribe. Saucy the one. Post notifications. Yeah, that is... That's a lot of barbecue sauce on that. I could smell it from over here. <laughs> That's a lot like, of barbecue sauce on that. Man, the, so studio, the studio is going to smell like McRib for the next like two months. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like... Not a lot of airflow down here. Interesting thing. I want to see a big bite. What's your history with the McRib? You had one I have before? no history with it. No, I have, you haven't had one? No. He's I also said, haven't he's had a, one. He's our McDonald's expert. I am the McDonald's correspondent, but I've never had a McRib. And they release these like... They go on sale for like a month, a year or something. something. Like this that. isn't released in Australia though. This isn't an Australian thing. I think this is a very I think it's American. American concept. Yeah. But right. uh please please uh leave it a review. The, it would be the McRoo. It would <laughs> just be like a piece of kangaroo in there. <laughs> in <laughs> Australia. Leave a review on Spotify or Apple Music if you do. It helps the podcast grow and ultimately just um gives us more money. Yeah. Just kidding, it doesn't actually if you do that, but it'd be cool if it did. So Ollie, go ahead, please. A lot of earbuds and ears and a lot of fucking mucking money in my pocket. All right. Um, oh God. I thought you need I an apron on or something. Yeah. yeah, I wear my fucking nice pants <laughs> as well, which is like not great. All right. Here we go. Here you go. Yum, yum, yum. He's taking big bites for those audio listeners. Yum, yum. I should have done it right things. in the mic just for that. It was like McRib ASMR. ASMR, yeah. Yeah, I would have enjoyed that. I don't know if I would have. <laughs> Is this my survey up? Yeah. He's biting. It's ruminating. All right, review. <laughs> Wash it down. Goes over to the Dr. Pepper. Is that what that is? Yeah. I, I I have to admit, there's a lot of better things on the menu. Oh, there's a lot of better things on the menu. I, I, that must have was, tasted like just barbecue sauce. It was barbecue sauce, and then I didn't know what the... I couldn't even taste the meat. It's probably and then I had meat. onions and pickles. I like onions and pickles. Pickles are good. Uh, pickles are always good in a sandwich. The barbecue sauce was nice, but maybe because I feel like with McDonald's, you can always get like a shitty cheeseburger or whatever. But that McRib, it was... I mean, I would eat it. If I if I had it and it was like if you went to if it was freely delivered to yeah you. if you did the classic thing where like remember when Donald Trump like had the all these t- teams come in for uh, like they won the national championship or whatever and yeah. he just had McDonald's everywhere at the White House so if there was like a McRib at the in White the House room. I would eat it mm-hmm. but I wouldn't order it no because I feel like I mean the best thing on the McDonald's menu is the chicken nuggets oh yeah, yeah. by far the nuggies Nuggets and then I don't mind a, I don't mind a double cheeseburger yeah. But um, yeah, no. I mean, I appreciate Wom Tang putting me, putting me in that. I mean, that we can make that new segment. Me eating fast foods I haven't tried. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's it was hype this, about. It's, so that's a big hyped up thing. That's hype. Yeah. A lot of maybe uh, maybe I just deal. haven't got the uh, acquired taste for it. But uh, I would eat it. I just wouldn't order it. Fair enough. Well, that's my review. That's the that's the Ollie Hall big barbecue sauce. I love George's uh, note sheet. Yeah, it's old. It's all right. We'll be okay. And before uh, we get into uh, the oh, main sorry. topic. It's, <laughs> it's, it's already sorry. just wafting over. Yeah, that was right at George, yeah, wasn't I'm it? I'm so sorry. I couldn't hold that in. <laughs> uh, one little correction from what I said last week. Do you guys remember, well, do you guys remember um, talking about nerves where I said it, it was a Michael Jordan quote? Yeah. If, you're, if you no longer get nervous for a race, then it's like time to retire. 
So I got a DM from Kyle Merber and he sent me a picture of his, re- his re- retirement post. And he would, that was his caption, essentially. And then I did some research and I couldn't find Michael Jordan ever saying it. <laughs> so now I'm really confused as to if like Kyle Merber is the one who put it in my brain. And that's, I just somehow associate it with Michael Jordan because they're both he's, such great. He's claiming is he that quote? To, is he trying to get credit for that? See, I don't know because I feel like that's a quote from somewhere else as well. Is, that's is what he, I'm not did sure he, Did he tell you like he's claiming it? Essentially. Man, membrane. He's yeah. on the membrane. I thought it was a Michael Squat quote from The Office. <laughs> that's what I be. thought it was from. It could be. You miss 100% of the do. shots you don't take, Michael Scott. So... I don't know. I think we need more research to get to the bottom of who originally said those lines. Oh, no. Rey Mysterio, WWE. It could have been. could have been Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Honestly. But, you know. Could have been one of those ones where he changed out the word, like, nerves for something. Yeah. Mm. Quotes are always changing, you know. They're always being said by different people. And manipulated, yeah. Seem, seems like a huge claim Updated. from over there. But I'll give it to him. Until, until I'm proven. Until someone, you know. Gives what's us what's your favorite quote right now, Morgs? Do you have, have a favorite? One. You don't have one? No, no, not a quote. You, you, yeah, you've you got some quotes hanging around. Like what? Floating around. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I see it when I am allowed access to the McDonald chamber. I sometimes see some really inspirational and some cool quotes that are either written by Morgan or written by. Or oh, you mean my own quotes? Yeah, I got a lot of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I walk in and I like I, I try and memorize them all before I walk out. But you know where there's some great quotes? I watched like the first half an hour of The Grinch last night. Oh my god. <laughs> Great so film. funny. There's two there's two Christmas films that you have to watch at Christmas and if you don't watch them you're wrong. It's Elf and The Grinch. They're the two Christmas movies you have to watch in my opinion. They're the best. I thought like you often year. quote The Grinch. Me? Oh yeah. And and Elf, I love Elf as well. Elf is great. The Grinch is my favorite, so I'm on board for that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, on to the running to this this a lot of running news this week. We have <laughs> We have NXM, we have the BU Opener, we have the Valencia Marathon, CIM. We also had our Spotify wrapped, which we'll get to shortly. But the first big thing coming from the Coffee Club boys is George Beamish has a, has a race this week. week. Yeah, Isn't Saturday. That wild? Saturday. Is it Saturday? It is, Saturday morning, yeah, bright give, and early. Give 7 o'clock start, down. the what? legendary Mary Mile, hosted by, hosted by the Honolulu Marathon. Mary Kane Mile. Marathon. Um, I can't think of any other Marys that run. And yeah, big thank you firstly to the Montes for having me out there. Mm, they do own Hawaii, so <laughs> you should thank them for that. Um, I think they're at least running the mile show. So oh yeah, I'm heading out there tomorrow. Very excited about it. I guess I'll already be there by the time you listen to this. Heading out on Tuesday, and no, it's been on been on like the bucket list for a while. It's always well, actually, I think it. I don't think it ran for a couple of years during COVID. Mm. So I think Hawaii was... Yeah. Uh, not yeah. many races did. Yeah. I don't yeah, think Not many did. did, but especially... I think they didn't run for a couple of years and then... Um, yeah. So that's uh, always been, you look, been on the list. You're looking forward to kicking down the women? I know how you love a kick down. This is a very <laughs> kick down race. This is one of these unique road miles where the women start It is like a perfect textbook George scenario where yeah. there's always, no matter what, there will be someone. There'll be someone in front of you, so... What's It'll be great to see one of the women celebrating. I've got the win, and then Georgie just <laughs> just runs past and just. Uh, it'll be great. It, it is cool. They do so. There's prize money for the top three runners, but it's the, it's just the top three runners that cross the line. Yeah, it's not. Regardless it's not three men, three women. It's just three so the, across the line. The women get a, I believe, a thirty second head start this year. I think it's been creeping up because they've never won. 
Really? They've yeah. never had a women. Well, that that could change. We've, they've got some probably. I believe it was like 26 seconds, and then it was 28, and then now I don't know when it went. Maybe it's been 30, but um, up to 30 seconds this year. I'm trying to think about that. So it's like four minutes to a 4:30. I don't know. I feel like that might be in the women's favor. How how challenging is the course? Could be downhill. It could be uphill. is out and back. It's out and back. It's a <laughs> yeah. 180 turn. 180 turn. Oof. Jeez, hang on, hip flexors. So, whatever, whatever that. I mean, I think they, it sounds like they would have a good shot at that. Yeah, thirty seconds is quite a bit. Uh, Neil ran three fifty seven to win last year. And Neil, I think, Neil Goulash. Yeah, and and they. I think most <laughs> of the guys. Who's been the top? Women. Who's been the top women at that event? Katie Snowden last year, I think. Oh, nice. nice. It, was a, it was a dark sky sweep. Oh, her name's easy. Katie Snowden. It's just, it's just on a plate, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Easy name. But we have got a, a full OEC contingent. Yeah. Three, three of us. Wait, actually, I have the field here. Yeah. Do you want to go through just it? Just go through that. Yeah. That'll be fun. It actually is such a good field. I can imagine a lot of people want to do this race because you spend quite a bit of time in Hawaii. Correct? They are. It, it it seems like just a really well put together meet. They're mm. flying myself plus my plus one Jenna out there. Yeah, I didn't get the invite, which was a bit sad. For, uh, it was a toss-up between you and Jim. Yeah. I, I, I really and I, about I, it. I appreciate you uh, I flipped not hurting my fe- feelings about I, it. I, yeah, I, I flipped a coin. But I know, it's all chance. It's all yeah. chance. Um, so we've gone out there for a week and gone along with Yara Nagus, headlining the field. 343 mile, do you know that? Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Mario Gaziaromo. Mario's out there to win. That's what he's been saying at the gym every day. He's ready to win. Going for that. He's <laughs> that. <laughs> He's he's fit. Mario yeah. is very fit. Matthew Centrowitz. I feel like I've heard of him. Wait, Centro is racing it? Oh, Mario's gonna cream his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he already Mario's already been talking about like swapping jerseys. Mario's <laughs> probably gonna get distracted and not run well because Centro's in the race. He Mario's favorite runner. He's gonna go up and go. Have you watched Gladiator? Have you watched yeah. it? Have you watched Gladiator? Centro? Centro's like who the what the fuck? You'll probably is invite him over to watch Gladiator. <laughs> Neil Gourley, defending champ. Of Hobbs. Tesla. Hobbs Tesla, yeah. Out there to defend his world record. Yeah, I was going to say, he has the world record. 356, correct? 356 Would this be a course that you could break that world record in? It is eligible. It is eligible? Okay, cool. 356.13, world record. I bet you Steve's shaking in his boots because that record could go and (laughs) could be a big payday for uh, one of our OEC athletes. Do you know, George, is there a world record bonus from the race? From the race, I believe there is. I think it's 10 grand. Okay. Unless it was a 10 grand pool for men and women. Mm-hmm. One of the two, mm-hmm. because I think I guess the woman could also do it. Geordie Beamish, that's me. Morgan Beetlejuice. I was about to say McDonald, and I was like, "Wait, Morgan's, <laughs> Morgan's been announced." <laughs> Man, Jesus, I'm uh, coming off two road wins this fall. He's he's on. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be tough to beat. Manchester and US five K winner. Mm. I must uh, got hit by a bus. Almost got hit by a bus. Yeah, so he's he's uh, made made a steal. Vince Ciardi, I believe it's Ciardi. Ciardi, Ciardi. I just made that. Up. It probably is. I was gonna. I th- I couldn't remember if we had one for Vince. Is he dark sky? Uh, yeah, a lot of dark sky. What a and surprise! Actually, only like they run two dark sky and mm, Big Bird. Big Bird's in it. Mason Big Bird's in it. Mason. Um, Oh, I shouldn't say it that. Really, it it I is like something I shouldn't have said. It's it's a Michigan event. It yeah. really is. 
Yeah, very loyal to Michigan. So we've got a, a three-team, three three-to-score team battle, OAC versus very nice track club. Yeah, that would be good. I wonder if um, their uh, main man will be out there, um, the coach. Fuck, I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> Come on, Ola, you can do it. What's it? Ronnie. Is it Ronnie? Ronnie? Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Ronnie will be out I there. I hope Ronnie's out there. Ronnie's out there, but he's walking the course. Is Ritz going? Ritz is going. Do you yeah. know who's also going? Addy. Michael Smith. Michael Smith is going. He's racing. Yeah. Did you know Owen's <laughs> racing? <laughs> he's like, where's Owen? Is Owen racing? Uh, Rachel is racing. Actually. Rachel, Rachel is? Yeah. Who's Rachel again? His <laughs> athlete. Oh, his wife. I get confused sometimes. Um, Easy. Is Ritz going to do, is there going to be a coach's mile? Michael Smith first Ritz first Ronnie? That would be versus Haas. Ronnie gets, Ronnie gets, uh, how much of a head start should Ronnie get? Probably more than 30 seconds. You know Ritz would take that so seriously too? You just know he would just try and crush everyone. How fit is Michael? Um, like how would he fare against Ritz on, a, on an easy run? I think not good. <laughs> Put I like, the screws in. I like that you specified an easy run because that is Ritz's specialty is to go on oh, an yeah. easy run with yeah, a coach and then just, just run really quick. And then he'll come back from the run and just tell you guys, I put the screws in them. I'm like, it's an easy five-mile run, Ritz. Just calm down. He did that to um, Sonnenfeld, one of one of Ray's um, Ray's workers. And uh, he was like, like a, he's a father of two, like doesn't run too much, just wanted to go out for a, a nice jog and a chat. And Ritz is just dropping the gun on him. How fast do you think Ritz was crossing the NXN course the other day? He pulled a hamstring. I know that. Or strained his hamstring. I mean, that's a good good excuse to strain it, to be honest. Pretty amazing. Should we should we highlight that? Uh, we we got to go, go, go finish <laughs> we'll your race that. first. Yeah. yeah that, that's the mile field, though. Um, who, are the, who are the top women that you'll be chasing down? I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good they, question. They, just, they really are just part of the field, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Snowden, I assume, is coming back. Oh, damn, the Women's field's very good. Nikki Hiltz, L. Simpierre. Oh wow, she's back from having Nozomi a Tanaka. She's good. Those two people aren't running. D. Jones, Danny Jones. I think she's probably very fit right now. Uh, yeah, I imagine so. She's Wayne been in uh, Rachel Smith, uh, Chris Debut. Yeah, across maybe the not Katie Snow. I might have just made that up. I just thought she would be coming back after last year. It's it's interesting that you know I wouldn't be surprised if I mean it obviously is world record eligible. But something in my head that it's combined like men's and women's makes it me think. I that was really surprised that they that posted m- that it was. Yeah, that might make it, it not eligible. Separate. Yeah, it have to be separate. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, what if in some weird reality you had some guy? No, this actually <laughs> this would never work. I'm thinking somehow a guy's pacing the girls in this race, but that would never, that would never work. And also, I guess for road records, men can pace women, as we've previously discussed. So then, who paces men? Men. Just men pace men. You can't get like a little electronic scooter. You would think you would. Yeah. Could, huh? Maybe maybe next year. Maybe when the rules get a little more relaxed. But Didn't it, yeah. No, yeah. it's cool cool opportunity. Break up the fall a little bit. Mm. Um before we don't race until so how late you gonna, January. How are you gonna beat Yard? <laughs> and how are you gonna beat Mario? Probably just tackle him, I think. Yeah. It's probably the only way. Yeah. How would you how would you do it? <laughs> Yard? I would just annoy him the whole race. <laughs> I would just elbow him. He's unfazed by with. literally anything. Mm, yeah, he puts on that persona, but in a race, if you're nudging him around, he'll just take off. 
That doesn't seem like a good thing. No, get behind him and just start clipping him ever so slightly. Like not too much where he'll fall. I think I would need like a like a serious headwind that I can just like. Or announce that Taylor Swift dies at 34 just before the race starts, so he can't check his phone. Or maybe at halfway, when he's round the U-turn and I'm still like coming up to the U-turn, I just. Honestly, that U-turn could muck up Yarrod. Even going around that that pin turn would be. I know. I know. I definitely Mario would have already planned out like the tangent he's taking. He he'd probably like once he goes to the course, he'll like get a little protractor and measure the degree of that turn, the optimal angle. Yeah, the optimal <laughs> angle. He'll he'll have that all planned out. Whereas Yarrod would just look at that turn and go, "I'm just gonna stop." Yeah, no, he'll he'll probably come to a walk <laughs> to get around that turn and then speed yeah. back up again. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be such a it's gonna fun be an epic race. race. Unfortunately, is it streamed? I have no idea. I don't think it. In the past, I question. haven't seen it. So yeah. we'll I have, have to watch it. Either. It would be like good timing because it's seven thirty in Hawaii, which is just like late morning everywhere else in the US. Mm. Yeah. So it would be. I hope they do. I I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think it does look like a lot of fun if if the men are close to catching the women. Yeah. Yeah, it will make it an exciting race for sure. All of a sudden, there's just like 20, massive pack. 20 people like crowded yeah. on the road. So very excited. For the fans. Haven't. Not sure we're overly prepared for a mile race, but that's kind of the point. You've been doing 200s and hills. I mean, most of the stuff we did earlier, you don't touch the speed work till like two weeks out before the majors. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I think 200s and hills and the rest of what we do leaves us some pretty good. 200 hills and those like strides you do after a run, man. That's what more do speed you need? Work. Yeah, speed work comes from that. What, what more, more do you need? need? That and a lot of Mario Kart. Yeah, it's got it covered. He's got it covered. That's how he's going to get around that U-turn. Yeah, he's going to drift. <laughs> <laughs> He's been practicing yeah. actually. He's been practicing his drift. Well, so that's the Merry Mile happened on Saturday morning. Follow along for results. Best of luck, George. Hope Best you have of a, luck. an amazing time in I re- I actually really want you to win because game. I'd love Mario and Yara to be pissed about that. Like they they're obviously like gonna crush it, but you know, you always want to beat milers in a mile race. And you're kind of a miler. You're like a you're a hybrid. Hybrid engine. You're a hybrid yeah, exactly. You're a hybrid engine. You're a, you're a hybrid. Yep. So one thing that we did want to touch on briefly as well is the Spotify wrapped, which just, which just came out. Uh, George and I probably had a lot of fun with it. Oli, unfortunately, has Apple Music, so probably had like a shitty second-rate version of it. Can I, can I make a, a comment about this, Spotify yeah, wrapped? I please. fucking hate it. I hate people posting on their stories. I, I don't give a shit about your music unless you post it. Seems like you do. Sounds Unless like po- someone. <laughs> no, I hate it. I hate Sounds it. like something someone with Apple Music would say. It's a pep. I don't care if it's Apple Music, or whatever. Like I like when people post stories and then post a song. You post. I hate- you post music all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, let me finish. I like when people post stories and they have like a song on it. I like that aspect of it. I don't like people like saying like they're like the top one percent of listening to some fucking artist or what. I hate that shit. I hate the whole like Spotify rap stuff because I'm not in it. I yeah. fucking hate it. Fair enough. I really hate it. I think it's so. <sighs> narcissistic but you know each to their own you guys everyone seems to enjoy it who was your number one artist Morgan Chainsmokers really yeah of course I've never uh, I guess I haven't really been around I had a lot of listening as well this year well not a lot compared to some people but I had 45k minutes which is a decent stint of listening but uh, George who was yours I guess we should probably say it probably should mine was Spacey Jane really interestingly because I haven't, well, the thing was, and it gives you your top month, mm. where my top month was January, because I listened to them quite a lot last summer, mm. and then didn't really listen to them the rest of the year mm. as much, and but I didn't catch up with anyone else. Yeah. So that was my number one. 
I got mine as well on the shitty Apple version. No, nobody asked. Yeah, <laughs> I got mine. Nobody as well. asked. All right, who is your a- Apple a- music? Apple is really trying to, to, to do it because you can share it and shit. Apple Apple Replay, isn't that what they call it? Yeah, it's Replay. Yeah. Who was yeah. it? My number one artist, uh, Chief Keef. No, it wasn't. Um, Almost. Had I'm us. gonna I'm gonna refrain from telling anyone my artistry. You embarrassed? Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. I just, I don't, I, just, I, I projected my disdain for people sharing it. So I don't know if I should share it now. So <laughs> maybe we'll just move on. <laughs> well, actually, what we wanted to talk about is the Spotify rap from the perspective of being a podcaster that puts stuff out on the wrapped uh, because we get to see all the stats and stuff, which is really fun. You get to see the growth and all that. So I'll go through a couple of them. First off, thank you to everyone who posted. See, this is literally going just against what you said. I'm thanking everyone for posting that they were a listener of us. Yeah, but do you know that podcasts and music are separate? How so? What do you mean, how so? <laughs> On Spotify, like, right? Why is it different? Mean? Well, just in, no, because when people post, so you're okay with someone I'm hating, posting. I'm hating people <laughs> posting on Spotify wrapped their fucking music and shit. But it's fine that, if they post their podcast. Saying like it's so cool that they listen to freaking Ice Spice and shit. What if the they're Spotify saying they're so cool for podcasting? That they I don't to really, Club. I, I'm indifferent to that. All right, thank God, because I'm about to thank them for it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't pay attention to it to be honest, so I apologize. But well, uh, we, some of us do, and thank you very much to all the big fans out there. We had. The top, so we're looking for the like the person who has the most listening minutes to us, and this is actually this is crazy. Like, I'm not sure how many hours per day of listening this is, but Jacob Dunsey had 55k minutes of listening to us lot in the last year, and I Do don't you know, know how ridiculous that is. I don't no. have a calculator in my head, but that is we have so 112 <laughs> episodes, yeah, in one year. He just has them on repeat, averaging 60 minutes. Yeah, let's say. That's only that's a <laughs> fraction of fifty-five. Wait, 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 wait. seven thousand. I'm looking at like your calculator six. right now. That says six thousand seven hundred and eighty minutes. Is that correct? I think that's all we have. That's all we have. How yeah. the hell does he have fifty-five k? Because he's listened to well, them multiple it, times. He's, he's listened to them on repeat. <laughs> that Man. means he's listened to that's every episode like nine times. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually like insane. Unless he has it just on repeat in in the background Maybe when he's he doing work. to us. Yeah, that's just that could be it. That I it's used like to so play that possible. Maybe he just plays them all night. That's insane. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jacob. Your religion. If you do have similar or even higher numbers, send them into hello at coffeeclubpod.com or just tag us on in Instagram. We're just blown away by those numbers. They are they are amazing. And if you if you want a little behind the scenes, our our wrapped like data is nothing that crazy i think we had nice growth this year i think we grew by like 50 percent in terms of followers one cool stat that he gave us is that we got on the charts one time in one country we made it to number 50 on i think the sports actually i don't know what category we're in if we're in sports or comedy what, what do you it mean by charts? what country it didn't say the country so there's like charts for like the most listened to podcasts at the time so it's like if you go on like top 50 music like those charts oh. the same thing exists for podcasts and okay. for two days we were number 50 on a chart from one country and i don't know it didn't say what country it was was it doesn't say what episode no but interestingly our most listened to episode was just a like a random one it was it had the title injury advice to get out of a bad cycle race schedules mark scott new training setup that was our most like listened to episode interesting 
I mean, I guess that's... Was it, well, that was when Mark Scott moved to NN running. Yeah. Well, I don't even remember what we talked about. I don't remember a lot of things, but... I mean, it must have been the injury advice yeah, stuff that might, got people. I, I'm wondering if people were interested in the injury advice or they were interested in <laughs> the Mark Scott. So we get, we get Mark Scott on the pod because, you know, he got he got good, uh, good reception. but Good numbers. Yeah, well, that's interesting. And our top five countries were first, the United States, second, Australia, third, UK, fourth, Canada. And sneaking into number five was Norway, <laughs> which is just so impressive. So thank you to Norway. You're really batting above you. Yeah, we're not going to thank the other countries. You guys can get fucked. Well, the other well, ones... It's just are, so much smaller. The other I know, ones are big. It's a joke. I'm just joking. Huh? The other ones just make so much sense. Yeah, like Norway, Norway just... Crazy. ...is such an outlier. It's so good. So All the... All the jingy... I don't know if that's jingy fans or like jingy haters. It's probably reporters because when I was in Oslo, they knew every fucking episode and every phrase from it, so... <laughs> yeah. They knew that I called him jingy and they knew like we had the uh, hingy and tingy and... Fingy and all that sort of stuff, so maybe it was just the the media um, outlets in Norway are listening to our podcast and getting our, our like, information so, and yeah. using it as, as truth. Thank you to all those countries, all those listeners, all those top listeners. We're in quite a few people's, like, top five listen to podcasts, like a few thousand people. So thank you to everyone for supporting us and uh, for posting about it and all that. We, we love to see the support, as always. So we should squeeze in a bit of running news here before... Mr. Blanks joins us. First off, just a quick one. Big shout out to Addy Ritzenhain for winning NXN as a sophomore in high school. Bananas. I don't even know how. Like father, like daughter. Yeah. She came, I mean. It's insane. The level of competition in the high school cross country scene is so high and she's just a sophomore at the top. And for those wondering, Ritz is not involved in her coaching at all. She's... She's like personality wise, she's in many ways very different from Ritz and Hein. I she's mean, similar to Kaylin. She's from my experiences with, with Addy. I don't know what you guys feel, but Kaylin <laughs> and Addy kind of mm-hmm. seem this like very, very like just ch- like very chill, but very, you know, relaxed. And whereas Ritz is like, I would say intense, maybe when you it comes say to running. That. Yeah, intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, obsessed with running. She's not. She's yeah. not obsessed with running. That's the crazy Apparently, thing. Apparently, Ritz mentioned to me when I was on the boost yeah, yesterday that. The coach, the Nywalk coach, didn't even mention winning to Addy at all. Just said, like, go out there and, and just give it your best shot. And uh, when she when she won, they all went bananas. Particularly Steve. Steve DeCoco went bananas. What does that mean? Went bananas. He went He went crazy. He was excited. He was he was very excited that she was running the sports. Oh, he was at the race. Yeah. He was at oh, the race. Okay. And he went bananas. It was very cool that every athlete goes to Enix Inn, gets, like, a full Nike kit, including a pair of Nike spikes. And she and, didn't wear them. And she wore Ons. <laughs> That that probably so. that probably made Steve very happy. I mean, I think the whole Nywat team wore on spikes. I think, I think Ritz mentioned that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Sound, that sounds like a long shot, <laughs> but we'll put that out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I I I thought he mentioned it, but maybe I mean he sh- we should just sponsor Nywat High School, man. Yeah. That's a good market right there. If On was smart, they would definitely uh, definitely sponsor that. So we have someone very special joining us now. Uh, can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Can you see us as well? Crystal clear. Oh, perfect. The setup works. So I think we'll just roll right into it if that's okay with you. Yeah, and everything's <laughs> good on my end. You look great. You look great. As always. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I'm sure everyone recognizes this voice because you've been on 
a <laughs> a tour, a podcast tour as of late. Uh, very impressive to accompany your tour of just winning races everywhere. You must be riding so high right now. We have Mr. Graham Blanks. Shooting Blanks is our current nickname for you that we have on the show. But first off, just want to welcome you and say thank you very much for joining us. Of course. Thank you for the invite. Um, our first question to a lot of our guests is if you have ever listened to this show before, if you know our shtick. Uh, no, but um, <laughs> I uh, I have a teammate who who's a big fan of it, so he he urged me to join. So shout out to Ferenc Kovacs, the Hungarian Express, uh, is what some <laughs> some people call him, I think. But no, what's the spiel? Uh, we just we talk a lot of shit. Pretty laid back. Yeah. We're, we're not, we we're like running. Yeah. We're, we're not experts by, by any means. Do you have a nickname on your team? Um, I mean, some people call me Gammy. Um, I don't like that one as much. <laughs> uh, some people call me, I mean, my Clash of Clans username is, is 38 caliber, caliber <laughs> blanks. So. <laughs> I think that's pretty good because I think that's the type of, that's like the type of bullet they use to, to like shoot off races and stuff. So everything's it's just a little long is the thing. It's a lot of syllables. Uh, yeah. You can just call me Graham. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with Graham. Sir, yeah. or, or, or whatever you want. I, I don't care. I'm going to stay with 38 caliber blanks because that's just so epic. Thank you. <laughs> Clash of Clans. That's a, that's a throwback right there. A lot of people are still playing it. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, it's still very popular. That, that and Pokemon Go, man. It's, it's still thriving. And Fortnite, all that sort of shit. Still, uh, still got legs. Hey, how good is your Clash of Clans account? Like, are you guys, are you getting invaded every 30 minutes or? I'm at the point where, um, like I'm basically maxed out, but I have to, I have to still like upgrade all my, all my troops and stuff. So I'm at a boring part where I just open it every week, collect my resources and then upgrade. So it's just like you're clocking in for work. (laughs) (laughs) not fun. Yeah, it's just I'm a a job max, now. I'm maxed out Town Hall 11. Okay. So this is what, it's, this is what I'm working with. All right, he's, he's showing us. Ooh. That looks impressive. That's impressive. Uh, do you like, yeah. is is that a thing I'm that you can, can you, can you go to a bar and just like, hey, can you buy me a drink and then just slide that on the on the bar table and she'll look at it and just go, I gotta get this, I gotta get this guy a drink. I mean, an NCAA Perhaps. title is like pretty good, yeah. but you know, like a classic clan is like that. Town Hall 11. Yeah. That might I be mean, a bit, had, bit higher. I've been in like lines for food before and like I open it up and some, some dude behind me is like, dude, nice, nice cock. Nice cock. Nice cock. Clash Clans. So yeah. make that clear. That's going to be yeah. the most satisfying thing to say to someone. <laughs> yeah. And then we like compare them and, and compare stuff, cocks. So. Yeah. That's the best. That's the best thing that males do in lines is compare their cocks. So. Cock Always. size. Constantly. Cock strength. Yeah. <laughs> How strong their how strong their cock is compared yeah. to other cocks? Yeah, very very important. Cock symmetry. Cock symmetry. That <laughs> is important. It's my base is very symmetrical. So. It's yeah. good to see that you're putting work into that as well every week, yeah. and you're you're consistent with it. And it seems like consistency is something that must carry through the many the many different aspects of your life. I've been so interested to go through your training uh, from an outside view and just see your progression. It's I think from the three of us. We all really enjoy having someone from a school like Harvard crushing it just because it's, you know, it's it's different. And especially because from what we know of how you guys operate with, with Coach Gibbs, I believe you guys have a pretty unique um, 
approach. And the first question that I wanted to ask you about that is, wait, well, first, can you explain mitochondria? Does that, if I say mitochondria density to you, does that mean anything? All, all I know is it's the powerhouse of the cell. So okay, good. Because I, I know about the mitochondria. I asked. Um, I got a message from someone about your training. I, I was asking why you guys run six minute pace all the time, and you can say if that's true or not. And someone said it was to do with mitochondria density. But maybe you could explain better what the if you were to explain like the Harvard method of training um, in a, a short summation. Like how would you put it? I just do it because my coach tells me to. That's that's. <laughs> I like that answer. As hard as I go, yeah. I don't know. It gets a lot of it gets a lot of heat online, but uh, I think we just we just train really hard. So that's How not did... all I can say. I'm sure you you're interviewing the wrong person if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna figure it out. But like, all I know is Gibby lets me train like hard a lot, and like I like that. So. It's, Love that. I think it's good for me. I think I have a lot of respect for that. How, how does he start that conversation? Like. How does he just tell uh, you? That's to... a good question. Yeah, how does he con- how does he convince like, you that's a good idea? It's kind of like the talk, uh, like with recruits and stuff. So he, uh, like whenever we bring guys on official visits, it's like uh, that's always fun because some, a lot of the times they don't realize that's what we do. Because and in the you know in in a sense, uh, like recruiting, like you're just trying to find a school that works for you. Um, so it's not really something we we find that important to tell them that we do this maintenance based thing. I don't think it should be a deciding factor. Um, so when you show up on your official visit, like all of us have had this experience on the team now. It's just like, like all right, let's go on a, go on a run with the team, and then all of a sudden, everyone's trying six flat. You're like, geez, what's going on here? And then, and then we realize, oh, Gibby didn't Gibby didn't tell the recruit. So then we we have to give the talk. But uh, yeah, it's definitely unique. People are more apprehensive to it, like more more so than others. Um, but you know, everyone everyone eventually comes around. Uh, Honestly, that, when I when I heard about the maintenance pace thing, like that's I wanted to I wanted to come here right away because I thought that was that was pretty cool uh, that they trained that hard. Joe Klecker should have gone there. That <laughs> does sound like a Klex Mex kind of situation where I mean Colorado has that similar thing where they start Klecky a long run at six minute pace and then bring it down. Um, but Joe Klecker, maybe that's a variant, a Joe Klecker variant in in Harvard. He's definitely got the brains for it, and he'd love that six minute pace. Yeah, How just, long did that take to feel good? A uh, f- few months. For sure, a few months for sure. Doesn't sound maybe, that bad. Maybe a, maybe a year. I think maybe a year, a few months to a year. I think it maybe takes a year to like fully, uh, fully feel like super comfortable with it. But uh, it only takes like a, a couple of months till you're like you're you're above water, like you know, like you're just like good to go. Mm. Uh, but it's it's a trans it's a transition. I mean, uh, it for sure. Yeah. Did, for like I don't actually even know exactly how you guys do it. I have a general idea. Is it that you start at kind of low mileage? Like you start at a lower mileage, whatever you can handle running, like exclu- like six minute pace and quicker, and then you start building up the mileage from there. Is that kind of like the basic idea of it? Well, that's the sick joke. Is that you do uh, you do both? So you run a bunch and you run really fast. So now I'm at like a hundred a hundred miles a week, um, and then high school I was like doing like forty. So. Wow. Um, it's just kind of like, you, I mean, I feel like you're asking the wrong guy. Like <laughs> I can't, right, no, I can't no more training questions. Coach, yeah. I can't speak for coach Gibby, but, uh, um, at least for me and what I've seen him do is yeah, maybe bring the freshman down a little bit, uh, from what they did in high school, just to get used to it because it is a big, um, a big transition at first. But, uh, I mean, by the time, like, by the time, like we're, we're through camp, 
um, I feel like the freshmen are mostly mostly adjusted. The big adjustment is once you get back to school and like you have all the schoolwork and stuff and like all the distractions and like you're not sleeping or you're not eating enough. Like that that's really where the maintenance pace gets you um, gets you in trouble um, per se. So as long as, long as you're doing the, the things everything right, you should be fine. Yeah, that balance at a school like Harvard because. I, I just, it must be so hard because I have I listened to, I think it was on the Let's Run podcast that you did. You talk about just like how much volume you're doing every day. And it's like you guys are training, like the, the top guys on your team, you guys are training not too dissimilar from how like probably a lot of pro runners are training. But then the big difference is we do f- nothing. Fuck all. <laughs> the rest of the day, you guys go to school at, at Harvard the rest of the day and have to balance all that. Um, you probably get this question all the time but is how do you find that is it like when you're on such a tear like you've been on are you pretty much thinking like i'm a runner i'm a full-time runner and i've heard you talk about your olympic goals this year like it seems like you're so switched on to the running are you kind of like right now primarily i'm a runner and just like on the side i also full-time at harvard no i'm still a still a student athlete <laughs> still, still student first that was, a, that was a test you passed it. yeah i was gonna say yeah, i was yeah. interested to see what he was gonna say there I hope my, my Dean is watching. Right now. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, no, I don't really have a, I don't really have a choice. Uh, kind of have to still be locked in on the school stuff. So, um, I think I can do both pretty, I think anyone, I think anyone can do it. It's not, uh, Harvard gets a big, a big, uh, I don't know. Like you guys have a reputation. It's, it's a big rep. That's the word. Yeah. It's, it's a scary, sounds like a scary school to go to, but it's not that bad when you're on, on top of everything. And I actually enjoy um, I enjoy having stuff in during the day to like kind of do at least when I'm on top of my work, not when I'm like behind and stressed out. So I'm, uh, I'm a bit worried, uh, actually when that gets, when that gets taken away, if I keep running, you know, uh, maybe I'll start a podcast or something. <laughs> got to find a way to, to uh, waste the time. You got to find a way to keep your sanity <laughs> and then also go insane. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you guys like to do? Watch movies. <laughs> I, I play yeah. a lot of video games. Lot of video games. Have you seen the Have you seen the holdovers? No. <laughs> What's that? It just came out. The holdovers. Okay, never mind. Y'all should see that tomorrow if you have some uh, off time. Well, uh, who stars in it? Who's starring in it? Uh, I don't know, but it's just like about like these. I don't know. It's just like about like these kids at like a boarding school, and like they have to stay over Christmas. Like they're they're holdovers. Oh wait, I think I I did see a trailer about it. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks pretty interesting. I did see a trailer about it. I we're looking it. we're looking in to go to see the new Hunger Games movie, and then I want to see a movie called yeah. Saltburn, which um it's got a really cool uh, cinematographic style that I know Morgan and I like the colors and stuff. We like colors, don't we, Morgan? I like colors. Yeah, it, it gives me hope that you still have time for movies and Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. I don't understand how well, you have <laughs> how much how much do you sleep? do you sleep? Are you like sleeping normal? Yeah, yeah, I sleep. I sleep no. a lot. I try to sleep like nine hours. How's your social life? <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. Okay. That <laughs> is, there, there's like a th- there's a triangle. Like there's like the oh. the running, the academics, the social life. You know, like oh, sometimes yeah. one has to suffer. One sometimes. Yeah. That you told me that when I was in college. It's like you got to balance. You got to balance what you prioritize. You know. Oh yeah. But you just got rid of sleep, right? I got rid of sleep. Yeah. I still prioritize my social life. Um, speaking of speaking of social life. Uh, we haven't even, I don't even know if we mentioned that you, you won the BU season opener, <laughs> <laughs> running a collegiate record of 1303 mm. and also the Olympic standard come in just a few weeks after winning in Sublet Cross. So on top of the world, one thing that I found interesting in your post-race interviews 
of the the recent 5k BU is you mentioned a couple of times about trying to find the other guys in the race to buy them a beer. Did, did anything like that happen? You know, like what, what, what happened the rest of that day? Uh, I mean, I was looking for Kai. Kai, Kai came to Harvard and we just had, we had tons, tons of drinks for him. Uh, <laughs> we were stealing from, I think we showed up to a, a party that the, the rowers were throwing. So I think we were just stealing their beer. Uh, so, that was, that was kind of them. I got, so I don't think he bought any drinks there. Um, and then we went out and I also got him more drinks, but everyone was buying drinks for me. So I would just hand them off to Kai. Uh, so I gave him a, I gave him a couple, but, uh, I didn't see any of the, any of the pacers or, or whatnot. So maybe the professional runners, uh, also don't have social lives. So, um, but yeah, the BU, the night after BU is my social life. So, Mm. um, I prepare for that throughout the year. And and it happened, and now you got a whole another year to yeah to until the, next, until the next one. As someone who lives so yeah, in I'm, Boston, I'm locked back in my dorm now for 360 days. Nice. What, what's your opinion of the BU track? It's great. It's really great. It's really bouncy. Um, I think that's the main thing. It's super super bouncy. Uh, I thought it was. I just told someone this. Like I thought it was fake. Uh, like my freshman year, I was, I was injured. So I just like go to the races and watch and stuff. I'm like, this is, this is BS. Like everyone just thinks it's fast. Uh, and like everyone shows up. So of course it's going to be fast because you're racing the best people. But I, I took a walk on the track after like Valentine or something. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like I, I get it. Like it's like a trampoline. <laughs> and then there's also like the really nice banks and stuff. Mm. I mean, it's perfect. It's like an, it's like an amazing facility to have, uh, right next to, next to Harvard. Like mm. it's a okay. huge asset. As someone who lives in Boston for the, I mean, this winter, especially you've run the Olympic standard in Boston, I believe Ivy league is at Harvard NCAAs are at the track. Why would, when would you next leave Boston? Like what is the, you've got no reason to leave Boston until like outdoors. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going home for Christmas and then that's, that's it. Like I come back and then I don't leave till spring break. So you should just be going to like training camp in Boston or something. It's a place yeah, to be this winter. Just, it, it's essentially is. Yeah. We have like, we've had people reach out to us on the team, like pros who like ask if they can uh, stay in our dorms for like a couple weeks. <laughs> That's awesome. That might be uh, us. I think we let, yeah. if y'all Always know Acer, it. you know Acer yeah. on, on the team, Acer Iverson. I remember uh, Athanas Kiyoko stayed with him for like a week or so, I think. Amazing. Uh, just because there's like sometimes when like meets just line up like perfectly. Mm. So it is the, it is the place to be. And like, I've developed like a an irrational fear of planes lately, so I'm glad to be staying on the ground for a few months. That's uh, that happens. <laughs> that, I, happens. That, happened, that happened to me at one point in my life when I was probably about 14 years old, and I was on a <laughs> I was on a plane that took one of those dives. Mm. Like we had a, we had a, an aborted like landing, and I was like I was so afraid of planes for a little bit. So I don't know yeah, what yeah. caused yours, but uh, I I got over mine eventually. It was a few years though, so. No, I think it's, I think it's two things. It's, uh, contagion. So my roommate was afraid of planes. He no longer is, but he, he passed it off to me. So now I'm trying to, I'm trying to shake it. Mm. And then it's also the YouTube algorithm. Uh, cause it's like all plane crashes now mm. or like all like <laughs> stay away from crashes. that. If you're afraid to play. Oh, yeah. And I, I eat that shit up. I yeah. mean, that is, I love watching those videos. So but you need to get, a, you need to get away from that, uh, that fear coming August. Cause Unfortunately, the Olympics aren't in Boston, so, and that's a bit of a flight to Paris. So, yeah, 
Uh, you just get in, just get in your cock. Just play with your cock while you're while you're on the plane. I feel like that always helps. It snooze that, and you just check it out, making sure that you get the maintenance done for the town hall. So, yeah. it's a good tip. That's my that's my tip. Yeah. Just play with your cock when you're on the flight. It's a good tip. By the Wi-Fi. Speaking of the Olympics, I hope that you are enjoying finally some nice downtime. So maybe this isn't exactly what you're thinking about right now. But have you, uh, along with your coach, kind of mapped out a plan for the Olympics? Because yeah, you stated. Um, the Olympics is your goal for this summer. That's what you're going for. But you do have all these college races in between now and then. How are you looking at approaching what will potentially be, you know, just a massive spring summer of racing and, you know, just peaking at the right times, I guess. Wrong guy. Wrong guy again. (laughs) I'm going to listen to my coach. So I don't think I've actually even had a, a chance to talk to him since after the race. I mean, I just came straight from the track. So, I'm sure we'll talk about it. I'm, I'm sure we'll, um, I'm sure some things will, will have to change, uh, in order to get, to get right, to give myself a good shot. But like, I'm still an NCAA athlete. So like, I'm still here to try to win, you know, NCAA titles or like try to help, help my team win heart, uh, you know, Ivy league championships and stuff. Um, so that, that still comes first, but, uh, I'm sure like there's still, there's going to be some things that things that change, uh, to try to, I mean, cause it's such a late season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really looking forward to that, but I am looking forward to for the, to the, uh, for the opportunity. Cause, um, it's going to be, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. All right. We'll have Gibby on the podcast then. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. Just, just on that, um, apologies for asking you all these dud questions, but, no, 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 but no, no. you are Sorry. the most seemingly coachable athlete I've, I've ever talked to. <laughs> <laughs> you are a coach's dream. So yeah. whoever gets I, to I really hope Rich doesn't listen to this podcast because yeah. he's going to, like see the three of us and go these guys are just problems we yeah we'll be cut yeah. Yeah. you're gonna be the whole team <laughs> people people think too much you know i agree with that just, i do agree just with run. that yeah he says stop no. thinking goes to harvard and he sees people thinking. think too much yeah, yeah actually that's good that's a good quote from a harvard guy you stop thinking. <laughs> <laughs> new favorite runner yeah it's that easy uh george did you want to ask a question about the previous? most important yeah most important question we have uh what is what's the history behind the thumb, the thumb and the grenade, pre race, pre race? Oh. Yeah, that was so that started in uh you guys know NX NXN yeah like the high the big high school meet so that started when someone put a camera in my face for the first time so just kind of like who I don't know when I when I learned the thumb thing it must maybe it must have been Thanksgiving or something like someone one of my family because Thanksgiving was a couple weeks before and. I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I mean, I was doing the most on that day. Like, I like painted mud on my face. <laughs> I noticed that <laughs> in the video. Epic. I was like, I like taped my arms up and stuff. So I was, I was just doing the most, trying to get a little publicity. And I think my friends back home thought it was pretty funny. So I just, I just kind of stuck with it. Um, and it's kind of fun. I, it's just kind of fun to do on the line. It's something to look forward to, especially in those big moments. Like, I mean, it's only going to be the big moments where there's a camera on the start line. So. It's fun to do that, like in cross country, when like me and my teammates are all shitting bricks. Like it's it's a sign to kind of cut the tension a little bit. Morgan knows that. Yeah, we had a we had a similar um, kind of move. My senior year, my fifth year, I guess, is which I didn't know this was a thing in like American high school running. But do you know where uh, the kind of thing where someone will yell like "slap it up"? Do you know what that is? No. 
So maybe it was just a Wisconsin thing. Cause I maybe, think, maybe we just made it up. I think Olin told me about it, but they're just like, you know how a lot of people like pre-race will like slap their legs and stuff to get them oh, like yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. So like, I know, I know, yeah. like full volume, like on the start line, like when you're in that kind of tense moment that you just described, I would just yell, slap it up. And then <laughs> everyone on the team would just start slapping their legs. It was so funny. And everyone would be good way to cut the tension for sure. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah. People that really appreciate funny. that stuff. So, Yeah. I, uh, I, I love the move. Do you bring that to the track or is that just a, like a team cross country type thing? I don't know if there's a, if there's a camera in my face. <laughs> a, a little, <laughs> there's going to be a camera in your face, Graham. Just, just, just making it clear. Anything can You're happen. You're NCAA champ. You've run 1303. There will be a camera in your face. And I love the continuity. Like I love that it went from, from high school and then just before winning NCAA division one cross, you just see it's grenades. It's going to be, it's going to be like, there's going to be an Instagram reel of, you doing it like high school mm. right before winning and play cross and then Olympics yeah. and then you win the Olympic gold and it's like the perfect, it's the perfect. Uh, right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would I'm a dreamer. See that <laughs> I'm a dreamer. We'll make it happen. Yeah, we are dreamers here. So <laughs> it'll be a coffee club real. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make the real. Um, well, we really appreciate your time. Is there anything that you would like to use this platform to talk about or anything that you would like to say before, <laughs> before we let you go? I can tell you got a lot on your mind. No, I don't. I actually don't. Is the thing. So, uh, I, I'm. Um, I don't know, man. I, I appreciate the platform, but I've just been. Uh, yeah, I've been accepting every single, every single podcast interview request because you know I haven't. I don't have a big social media pre- uh, presence, so I figured maybe. Uh, maybe this would help. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're happy to help you out, and I think. What will help you the most is just continue to continuing to do exactly what you have been doing because you are crushing it and it's been amazingly entertaining to watch you crush it in the very way much you've been so. doing it. So, very much so. Uh, we really do appreciate you coming along on the podcast and just yeah, just want to wish you the best of luck with uh, the rest of the season. But first off, I hope you have a lovely, nice little break now, a nice yeah. Christmas, and then get stuck back into things. But yeah, man, we're all big fans here, so just just keep it going. Thank you. Thank you for the platform. <laughs> it's the least that gonna, we I think, I think it's going to help. Yeah. I think yeah. it will. All the other podcasts, they won't do anything for you. This one will. You'll be at like hit 100K yeah. probably like the day after this comes out. Oh, we'll go. take a little cut, okay? Just a little cut. Okay. All right, well. All right. Thanks for, thanks Thank for coming on, man. Thank you, mate. Thanks. Sir. Am I just good to, to X out? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, take, thanks for having me on, y'all. See ya. Uh, take go care. Around. Um... He's gone. He's gone. I just went. We should. No, he wouldn't accept it. But I was like, we should try offer him an nil deal. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, he'd be the best athlete for coffee club because I love every answer he had. Just going, you're asking the wrong guy. (laughs) Like, I I felt so every time he every time he said that, it was like a dagger in my heart. I was like, I was like, oh, like what a what a bad question. Him wearing a coffee club t shirt would be great. Training that much, but his training is just so fun to talk about because it's so different to everyone else's. No one else is doing it. Like, yeah. Just running six just minute pace. Just like area. having to run. It's not it's just it's not a choice. You have to run six minute pace. Let's talk to Gus. Let's have a chat with Gus. If we can get him with a coffee club t shirt and an NCAA press conference, just going, you're asking the wrong guy. We, we I think that would be amazing. For him and for our brand. Yeah. Um he might be too expensive for yeah, us. Yeah, he point. could be too expensive. He also uh goes to Harvard, so he's probably pretty hard to uh roll that over his eyes. But well, he's only he's only a junior, so I mean, it's an interesting one for him because based on his credentials, you would think, especially like with the Olympics, it's like time to go pro. However, 
these Harvard guys, you know, they like to get those degrees. And yeah, so for some he, weird reason. So he has an, potentially another year of school. So yeah. now there's less pool to go pro if you get a big NAL from like a huge corporation like Coffee Club. Exactly. <laughs> I was I like, I'm just thinking like everyone must he won't be need to go pro. for an NIL right now. We're going to be one of them. We're going to be one of them supporting him. I can't wait for those NIL people just to, just to say, hey, hey, we'll give you a Nike NIL. You're asking the wrong guy. I don't know what this going. I don't know what's going on. It's Ask Gibby. You're asking the wrong guy. He he. We need Gibby on the pod. <laughs> we do. I, I bet you Gibby is so passionate about his training. Yeah. And like, if we asked him any of those questions, he'd probably I think just he'd talk convince for like us. Forty minutes. <laughs> it'd be a it'd be a two hour podcast. I think I'd walk out of here believing six minute that piece. six minute pace is the way. Yeah. Oh, what it's funny. Joe there. could never convince us, but Gibby might. Yeah. Gibby might. Gibby might. But he must be. Final thing about Graham Blanks. He must be so smart. Those those Ivy League guys are just like, yeah, it's not that hard. Like, yeah, he was playing it down. I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure Harvard's hard. So I've I'm, heard that's a smart school. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty I've hard. Heard it's a smart school. Um, so we're going to wrap up this episode pretty soon, but we would be remiss to not talk about some of the other massive results from the BU season opener. First off, to compliment an amazing men's 5K, there was the women's 5K, and Valby Mania was in town. She ran a 14.56, also collegiate record. First time a female NCAA athlete is under 15 minutes, I believe, and just crushing it. How much cross training did she do beforehand? Many, many hours. Many hours? Many Pulls hours. Pulls a sweat all over the track. A lot more cross training than running. Yeah, that's for sure. So, apparently. Valby Mania still hits BU. <laughs> it's cool that it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like her and Graham are like opposites in some ways. Mm-hmm. Mm. That would be such a power couple. Are we are we I, are we gonna I don't know if we're gonna fabricate no, this no, no, or no. what? You're not allowed to talk about people like that, I yeah. don't think, but I'm just it's in my head. I'm not talking about it, but in my head. I we shouldn't be talking about it, but imagine a child from both sides, how good that child would be. Hundred miles, six minute pace, also could cross train for seventeen hours a day. Do you think those records will last the season? No. I think Michael Smith is looking at that record and says it's a disgrace on NAU to not have that record in our grasp. We I, need I to have that record. I do just because I think for a 5K, to, to run that fast in a 5K, there's like, you know, it has to be set up pretty well. And I think it seems like this was the one that was set up well. Considering, say, on the men's side, Kai Robinson was also... Because I think it's clear that Graham and Valby are the two top 5K runners and this was their time going for it. And mm. they probably just have no incentive to go for it again. But th- there is a lot of meets at BU. So I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt seeing somebody come through and run something quicker just because BU is gonna they're gonna cash in those checks, you know. Anything so can happen. Anything can happen to BU. So it'll be interesting to see. But I do feel like thirteen oh three be hard to hard to hard to beat. Yeah. Unless maybe Kai Robinson does go for it again. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see whatever what what other top guys because there still are some other top five gay people to to go to try and run fast but those times are just pretty unreal and the 3k saw some of the fastest times in collegiate history as well on the women's side we had the big on nil one two i believe with olivier mm-hmm. and maya i think olivia's time was 840 mm. which was was number two number, number two two east collegiate record and Rose. so Pretty, pretty damn good. Pretty freaking amazing. I didn't realize she also came second to Tui eighteen stoplights in the three K. Oh wow, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Fun I fact. I haven't been following her for that long. 
but I, I've only just on. started following her since she signed with on. Yeah. I, to be honest, but um, but based on her cross country and her yeah, 3K results, she she's a big hitter. She's a heavy hitter. Going to translate pretty well into a very quick steeplechase. Hundred percent. So, and then on the men's side, we had Nico with a ferocious kickdown to run seven thirty-seven, which I think was the number three all-time collegiate. And yeah, as you would expect, all these races were just stacked, um, and. He had a he had a pretty strong close, which is you know good to good see, to see from, from Nico. From Nico, yeah, and he had a Not crazy double. His strongest uh, suit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think his five k coming back three hours later on thirteen twenty. Yeah, also winning Just, that race as well because he was in like heat three. Yeah, um, so this might be more impressive. Yeah, He's but he, he does he does crazy doubles. He like, has always and yeah. stuff. It's it's really impressive. My question for you guys is because I don't think any of the three of us ever took advantage of racing like the week after in Blaze. I did it. Oh, you did? Once, I think. Yeah, you ran 3KBU, didn't you? No, we went to Montana State one year. They had on me to run an altitude flat track adjusted 5K. A 5K? Did, did you like that experience? Because my question was going to be like, how do you guys feel about like doing it? Because when you see these results, it makes so much sense. But in my mind, some of my fondest memories of college is like finishing cross-country season and then like taking a break. I did not enjoy it, but it might have been the fact that we went to Montana State instead of BU. <laughs> I feel like it's a pros and cons It was thing. brutal. Yeah. yeah. Like T, it worked for T-Day. He yeah. was like, time was converted to 1330. I feel like it's back then. Yeah. Back then, I think Back that then was, was good. I think he, that ended up being the number one time in the country. Mm-hmm. Now, thirteen twenty nine is like number sixteen. Yeah, not even making it. Yeah, Ollie, what do you think? I think there's pros and cons to it. I I do have very fond memories, and I think just because of the program we were in, we knew that after cross, it was like a time to decompress, to enjoy, to kind of be a bit of a college kid, which is like one thing that you you really don't want to miss out on too much because obviously being a student athlete is extremely tough but you want to enjoy college as well and that was a good time and period for us to do it um, before the indoor season kicked in but I do feel like if you're at that shape that uh, shooting blanks is at like for example for you Morgan when you won cross like that would have if Mick was like let's go to BU and run a 5k it would have been a really good opportunity for you to run fast and like shut it down after that or shut it down for a little bit and then progress because it does give you I feel like for him and Valby in particular like they can kind of relax a little bit well because indoors is very short and can be very rushed Mm -hmm. for example that's a that's a great point because then i had to run my 5k Mm. qualifier at conference which and that was fucked because it was at michigan and that track is not um it's not not friendly let's just say that it's not a friendly track so i think for you that would have been good but like for me or for like certain other athletes maybe that breaks good but if you're in that type of shape during cross like just run the fight because like Chasing that 5K standard is like, I feel like harder than running like a mile. Yeah, I was about to say, if you were just trying to run the mile in A indoors, yeah. Don't, you really don't. Yeah, need you don't really need to. You but can f- run four of those indoors. Even 3K potentially. Like 5K, I think if you're running the 5K at indoors, like you know that you're going to do that. It's the main one. I feel like that was the one you want to crush earlier after cross because you're just so fit. One question that I wanted to ask Graham, which I didn't ask him because it was a, tr- it was a full training question, was like, I, I'm so impressed that he ran such a fast 5K in part because of hearing his, his cross-country training. Like, they just train, like, full half marathon. Like, they're – I don't know if you, you saw it all. I know George did. But, like, their medium long run is 16 miles. And they do a 20-mile long run. And then they do these massive other days. They do 100 miles – well, he does 100 miles with one day off completely and only one double. So, I was – 
like when I heard that, I was like, okay, it makes sense that you're crushing cross country. And I could see that translating into a really fast, like half marathon, but it seems to have straight away translated into a really fast 5k, which I was so impressed by. And I wanted to ask him about that, yeah. but then he would have said, no, no. Not for me. Asking the wrong guy. Asking the wrong guy. <laughs> the wrong guy. I wanted to ask him a question, but I didn't want it to get a bit not controversial. I guess I didn't want to uh, tick him the wrong way. I I was I'm curious to see if he thinks that training sustainable. Yeah, because it also crossed my mind. But again, he would have said the <laughs> he would have said the same I, thing. That's what I wrote I, down. I'm just curious because being a professional athlete and running and seeing all these different methods, I've noticed that the longevity and the healthiness of an athlete is usually coming po- like it's very positive in the sides of doing these doubles breaking up things and 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 not smashing when you need it like just smashing when you need to smash but then relaxing when you need to relax it sounds like for him it's like always on you know Pretty and I'm, wa- I'm wondering how people long that can last people said that about Jakob like five years ago though oh like this isn't sustainable like no way you can keep doing this but and I he's just still doing but it but Jakob's doubles I mean Jakob's walking up hills in, in flags of like he his his workouts are definitely very like next level but I feel like his regular training was not crazy like that to me like six minute pace for everything he claims That's crazy. he trains harder than anyone else though Yaka- so like, yeah. no, see, he, he didn't say that I thought uh, he said well, that he, he said that everyone that, trains too hard he kind of said that at one point but then I, I, training, think, I think more times he said that he trains smarter smarter, smarter than does. everyone else I thought he said that everyone else trains too hard and he's trained smarter That's he what definitely I thought he said, said. Like, he, I know, I'm on the line and, I've, and I know that I train 20% harder than everyone else he, on this no he had he had one quote one time I know you're talking about and I think he was like, I don't know, maybe he just like caught like a really good Pokemon that morning or something. I think he was like, <laughs> he was on like one. He was Rayquaza, on one. Cause he was just feeling himself because <laughs> most of the time he talks about, I've, uh, he talks about, yeah, smart mm-hmm. over hard. Yeah, Cause he's always, he always like when he talked to us on the podcast saying that we're gamblers, like if he heard Graham Blanks talking about his training, Yaku would be like, that guy's not going to last a year. Because that's, that's just that like, that's, that's his belief. He's a gambling man. He's a gambling man. But it's he's he's in he's in Las Vegas right now. He's throwing down like so much money on the table. Is he is he going to lose it all? Is he is it going to double? Right now he's winning big. Now uh, yeah <laughs> he's winning big. He has all the girls around him. He's got the dice. He's blowing blowing he's rolling. Dice. He's rolling doubles. Rolling doubles. Yeah. I think that's good. He's not rolling snake snake eyes. That's what he's not rolling. Indeed. But it's just it's interesting because that training yeah it just sounds very intense. It's super intense. But if, if he can pull it off and it can go for the next few years, man, oh man, we could see another resurgence like the Norwegian method. <laughs> the the Gibbs method. Yeah, the Gibbs method. The Gibby Gibbs method. We all just completely train our, yeah. change our training plans. I would love to see that. Yeah, Ritz. That's it. We're done with this. <laughs> Six minute pace. Only one double. We've got to get an expert on mitochondria on the podcast. Yeah. Mario. <laughs> I asked Mario about it and he kind of explained it to me. Did you listen to him? <laughs> he's a, he is a I think he's a chemistry biochem. So well, he's we have we have we have three we have three or four five biochems on our team. Yeah, Sage, we ask Joe, Yard, Yard, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll ask one of them. But um, I probably ask Sage. I feel like she knows. Yeah, uh, I think you know. Do we have anything else to talk about in this one? I think that's been it for us for episode 114. We had a great time with uh, lots of action and a very fun interview with, he seems like such a... Like Honestly, I, I so kind of want to have him on the podcast for real now. If we can fly him out, yeah. talk to Gus. He'd be so fun to have him in person. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you very much everyone for listening. This has been episode 114 from us uh, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye-bye.